Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair any where you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Now available at Walgreens. As someone who works for themselves, I'm always looking for ways to make my life a little bit easier. One of those things is Canva's AI-powered Canva presentations. When I need to make a deck super quick for a meeting or a pitch, I just start with a prompt, describe my presentations in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. It is the perfect way to get a head start on my slides. It's incredibly easy to learn and use and they also look incredible. I can then customize based on my favorite style and content, and there we go. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. There is a whole collection of black lead products at Walmart that can fit into your daily routine, and in every purchase, there is power. So show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long, because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choice at Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products that you can add to your daily routine. Hello everybody and welcome back to the psychology of your 20s, the podcast where we talk through some of the big life changes and transitions of our 20s and what they mean for our psychology. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show, welcome back to the podcast, new listeners, old listeners, wherever you are in the world, it is so great to have you here back for another episode. Welcome to the 12 Days of Guests this December. Today we have on such a fabulous guest. I'm so excited. And honestly, the the origins of this friendship, the origins of this episode are kind of amazing. And I think really show like the power of the internet. Tiff Bearer, you would know her from Street Hearts NYC. Maybe you saw her on the Drew Barrymore show. You see her on TikTok. She's the queen of confidence and we're obsessed with her. Welcome, Tiff. Yeah, well, I'm so happy to be here. I, I know I've told you before, but I am your biggest fan. So I've been listening to this podcast for like the last year and it's helped me through some dark nights. So I'm so happy to be here. Wasn't it like the episode that I did on anxiety and you were like, 
Yeah, I, I still probably listen to that once a month. There, with that one night where I have too many espresso martinis, I always listen to that. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's all GABA gamma. Oh my God, you know, it's all glutamate and GABA. GABA gamma. That is so funny. You definitely have listened to that episode. I need to listen to that episode probably a little bit more because I was like, I went out the other night. And then I like woke up the next morning and I was like, everyone hates me and I have no friends. And I'm sure you felt that. And can we talk about how like, as you get in your later twenties, like I'm 26, but when I was 21, I never had anxiety. And like, now I'm like, oh my, it'll last like five days. (laughs) The last five days. You're like, honestly, it's this weird thing where I think it's like, you have more to lose. You're not like, just like, wow, crazy party girl, which is like kind of what I was at like 2021. Now you're like, oh, right. like what I say actually means something. I think it's like that frontal lobe developing and you being like, my actions have consequences. And so then you get like more intense feelings towards your anxiety. But then also your body just can't take the drinks as, as well as it used to, right? It cannot take it as well. You know, like I, I did a whole, but what's, what's great is like, as you get older, right, the hope is that you have like really good friends around you. So like when you do the apology tour the next day, they're like, Tiffany, stop being ridiculous. You were literally fine. Like I didn't mm. even know you drank. And I'm like, okay, that's what I need to hear. Yeah. Um, so it's like you learn to surround yourself by people that have your back just as much as we should have our own backs. That's actually such great advice. We've like jumped straight into it, but I feel like I haven't <laughs> even given you, we're like, let's talk about this. I haven't even given you an opportunity to tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I know I gave you a bit of an introduction, but in your own words, who is Tiff? Yeah, well, I'm Tiff Barra. I'm in New York City, and I've really kind of been sharing my experience of dating and being a dating coach for like the last three years on TikTok, which then led to me becoming an actual dating coach on a Roku show, Match Me in Miami, where I've worked with hundreds of singles. Um, I have a practice where I work with singles, and and really the difference between what I do and what some of the previous matchmakers that you've seen on the scene are is that my major thing is finding love while loving yourself. Um, Gemma, I don't know about you, but like in my early twenties and even to now, it is a full struggle bus trying to figure out how to navigate dating while not being harsh on yourself and not blaming yourself for your dating life, not always going the way you want it to. So really like the ethos of what I do is like how to enjoy being single, how to love yourself at the same time while putting yourself out there and and realizing that like rejection may happen, but it's not a problem with you. It's a compatibility issue. So I help clients really just learn like number one, how do I learn to love myself before going out into the dating world? Because if you can't tell yourself like what you deserve, build your standards, learn what actual love is for yourself, it's very hard to find it. And it also leads you to settling for the wrong people that may not treat you the way you deserve and calling that love. So we're we're in the business of building high standards, building high confidence and, and working through the vulnerabilities and insecurities that I think we all have specifically in our 20s. Honestly, that hits home for me because I think about people that I know who are like actively dating right now I think about my like past self when she was actively dating and how much I thought the way other people treated me or the decisions they made about our relationship reflected something deeper about myself and now I realize like being in a really healthy relationship I am so glad that those people rejected me because otherwise I wouldn't have rejected myself and I would have like continued to pursue them for so long and I didn't like I deserve so much better but it's so interesting like how you don't realize that 
until you really start to like cultivate your own self-worth oh no I, I'm just to that it's like I really do believe that like rejection is redirection. Like the people that are rejecting you are leading you to where you need to be. Like all the no's are leading you to your yes. And and like, I I think what you were saying, it hit me too, because it's like a lot of times we like to reaffirm the stories we tell ourselves. So if we say we don't deserve love, you're going to constantly date people that make you feel unloved because you're already telling yourself that's what you deserve. So it's very uncomfortable to step out of that cycle of toxic guys or people that don't give you enough because then you're saying like, hey, I might I deserve more, but it's going to be uncomfortable to get there because you're kind of walking away from all you've known. Mm, and also you're walking away from what feels really exciting like the chase feels exciting having someone who is like never giving you a hundred percent feels exciting because you're like how do I get that 100% like I'm gonna fucking work for it there's something about me that I can change and once I figure it out everything's gonna be perfect but it's so interesting because it's like <laughs> it's like what the fuck like sometimes I, I, I think back to you know that experience for myself and I'm like how like when you're in it you don't realize that like that excitement that you feel is really just anxiety and it's really just your body and your brain being like you should know right now that you deserve better and we're trying really hard to tell you that oh my god it's so true I think like what you're saying is so spot on where it's like back when I was first experimenting with dating when my self-esteem was pretty low I didn't meet people at the beginning who thought I had value. I felt like I had to prove my value. So now I'm always like, you're not doing a PowerPoint presentation. Like your job is not to convince or to persuade. They should already meet you knowing your value. Mm. You know, nobody walks into like, um, nobody walks into Chanel and is like, well, I know it's listed at 2000, but like, I'm just going to give a hundred dollars. Is that okay? Oh you know God. what I mean? It's like, you, <laughs> you are the cashier. You're the one that's setting the price. So don't set it for a hundred when you know the actual value. And I think it's very, you learn that with time, I hope. And also with realizing that like the guys that treat you like shit at the beginning are going to treat you even worse at the end. You mm. cannot change treatment. You can only change who's in your life. You know, um, if you, if it starts bad, typically, I mean, I, I can't say like a hundred percent, but if someone's already not treating you with respect or, or the, the right way, it, it, 99% doesn't get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want someone that at first sight is excited about you. Someone that already is ready to meet you where you are and knows your value without you having to prove anything. Additionally, you know, 99% of those relationships end, but um, I saw this thing the other day that was like, would the love of your life really treat you that way? Is that really like the story you want to tell your kids? Like, oh, when your daddy and I first met, like, he like ghosted me and ignored me and like I used to beg him for flowers and he'd never give them to me like what a cute story kids like he had a roster of like three girlfriends I yeah. didn't know but like yeah. he, he would text me sometimes at 4 a.m and I thought it was romantic yeah or like you know he like told me that he was sleeping with other people and I just was like all right he'll change his mind and then he did and now I'm so happy it's like is that really how the love of your life would treat you if they don't know like from the get-go I don't know. I don't think that they like suddenly become more aware. Well, you know, Gemma, I think the biggest thing that allows us to make these red flags green is our fear of being alone. Mm. And I think that's one thing that I really try to encourage and something that I work with on myself. Like it's better to be alone right now than with someone that makes you feel lonely. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that I learned the hard way when I was younger. I was like doing really casual hookups with guys that didn't deserve me or just going, filling my time to not feel alone. But what you're actually doing in the long run is going to make you more alone longer because you're not creating space for the right people. You're like basically putting bad boy band-aids across your journey and you're not leaving space for someone that actually deserves you. So the biggest thing that I've done and have really focused on, if it's not hundred percent what I want or what I deserve, I'm not going to just be like, oh, well, it's Saturday night. I have nothing to do. Let me like go get a free dinner with a cute guy mm-hmm. because I already know that that's not, that's wasting my time of what my goals are. Now there's so many different goals. Like if that's what you want, absolutely go out and do it. Like I think the biggest thing. Um, we all own our own dating stories and, you know, monogamy is not for everybody. If you want to date a million people, go ahead, do things that make you feel good, but make sure that you're doing it to add to your confidence, to add to what you really want and not just something to distract you from the fear of being alone. Because Mm. I hope that everyone starts to learn that being alone is a beautiful thing. Like being alone with yourself is the best company. Like what? Oh my God. Solitude is sacred. I always say that on this show. And I love that. I know solitude is so sacred. And not only that, like the relationship you have with yourself is the most important one. It's the only one that lasts your whole life. So it's so interesting that we don't take time to really cultivate it. You said something though that I think that I really want to talk about today. If you are familiar with Tiff's content, the thing that I love about you is how like unapologetically yourself you are. You like it's like this this aura of confidence that I think a lot of people are like, like, I freaking want that. Like, I want to not give a fuck what other people have to say. You just like imbue the sense of like, this, it's just this charm. It's like so refreshing. Have you always been like that? Have you always been this like confident, bubbly person? Absolutely not. Um, I think the biggest thing when I was growing up, I was bullied really badly. Like probably since I can remember I remember like since kindergarten being called the fat girl, like, and, and it was always very isolating. And then I was like, okay, well, what's my social capital going to be? Let me just be funny. (laughs) Or like, Mm -hmm. really, I had to build, it's this really crazy thing. When you get bullied, when you're young, you start strategizing how to not get bullied. And for me, that was like, well, if I'm funny, if I talk to everybody, I can, I can kind of fit in. Right. But for my whole life until about 20, 18 to 20, it was about fitting in. I wanted to fit in. I was trying to squeeze into this smaller version of myself. Um, and it, it was very uncomfortable because I, I started, I kind of got to the point where it was like, I'm never going to be anybody else's idea of me. I'm never going to be good enough to, for other people's standards. So I have to create my own standard. And it was this very freeing moment where I was like, okay, like, the, okay, so the biggest thing that, that now is like all my wheels are turning. What really set me free when it came to my confidence was relativity, was understanding that there's not one way to be, that that there's not one opinion that sets your worth. Like you could have 10 guys in a room and one of them will think you're hot. One of them will think you're ugly. One of them thinks you like a Stouffer's lasagna. One of them thinks you like a honey baked ham. One of you thinks you're Miss America, right? <laughs> so once you understand that, you're like, why the fuck am I, can I curse on here? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, why am I chasing all these other people's standards? Because then you're just wasting your fumes. You're wasting your energy chasing all these things. And then you don't know what you really want. So finally, after just being like, okay, well, I don't fit into this bubble. I don't fit into that bubble. I'm never going to be this. I'm never going to be that. Let me stop. Like, what do I want to be? And from there, 
I've, I've started this journey of, of just really exploring what I want. And I think the key thing, the key to confidence is exploring at first. Confidence is not something that just happens overnight. And it's not something that lasts forever. You have to constantly be cultivating your confidence. And I call it the confidence gym. Like you have to be lifting weights. Like there are times like micro things that I still struggle with. When I'm the biggest girl in my workout class, Sometimes I still want to keep my shirt on and not wear my sports mm. bra. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Is it because you really don't want to do that? Or are you scared people are going to judge you? And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm at this gala with billionaires. And here I am, like the trashy girl shaking ass. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. am I going to like pretend that my name is Tiffany Wellington, the 12, or am I just <laughs> going to show up and be proud of who I am? So, you know, I think the thing is, is that, Never let other people's labels define you. And also you can't, the biggest, there's this great quote that I, I really hold on to a lot of time is no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to being confident, a, a million people might have opinions of you, but the only one that truly matters is your own. And at the end of the day, it's a simple question. Are you going to let other people stop you from living the life that you want? Are you going to let opinions stop you from being you? And it's either a yes or no question. And once you finally face the fear of realizing, like, they just have opinions. Opinions aren't going to kill you. Like, I get hate comments all the time. I've had articles. I've had threads of people saying how ugly I am. I'm mm. still out here. And I'm still having fun. And I actually feel more confident because once it's almost like, once you face your fear of being ridiculed for your size or for your thoughts or whatever it is, you can't hate someone that's putting themselves out there. And that yeah. it's better to be on the court playing the game than being what that it's better to be on the court playing the game than observing and talking shit. Those that mm. don't do talk shit. So be someone that does and, and mind your business and be the best version of yourself. And then you don't care what people are saying, because at least you're doing the things that you were born to do and that you love to do. I love that. That's like the pep talk that I honestly needed today. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm like getting hyped up. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, come to our TED talk. I'm going to do one soon. <laughs> like, I honestly, I, would love to do it. <laughs> I honestly like totally agree with that. The quote that always like sticks out to me is like, you are never going to be criticized by someone who is doing better than you. The people who are going to criticize you are always the ones who and if you think about it from your own perspective, like we all judge people at times, like we all sometimes like have bad thoughts about people that we see in the street. I'm going to promise you like 99% of the time that you have a negative judgmental thought about someone else, that is you projecting the feeling that you're feeling about yourself. If you see someone, you're like, why is she wearing that? Like, oh, like she, her butt looks like kind of weird. That's because you would feel that way. Like that's an insecurity that you feel you would have in that outfit that you're projecting. Or if you're like, oh, like, you know, her makeup like doesn't look blended, like whatever. 99% of the time, that comment that you want to make about someone else is something that you feel insecure about yourself. And so I always think about that, Tiff, when I think about the comments that I also get. Mine are often less about my looks and more about like my opinions, which kind of fucking hurts sometimes, but like, I don't mind. But I'm like, you know what, I get it. Like, it's it's hard to put yourself out there, especially, like, online and not expect some people to find that, like, uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable with themselves. Hurt people hurt people. But you know what's going to hurt you more? Being afraid to be your full self. Like, I think what's great is that as long as you're trying, people can comment because you're doing something cool. 
haters are actually a sign that you're doing something right. Yeah. And I think like once you're living your truth, like wearing that crazy outfit that you like, pursuing that job that everybody thinks is crazy to do, you really don't place as much value on their opinions because you start building the strength in yourself and it overrides everything. Mm. So I think to view confidence as strength that you constantly are building, for me, like the beginning stages of confidence are making choices that align with who you want to be. So even if like right now you're like, oh, I'm really shy. I don't like myself. I feel ugly. I don't think I'm funny. I don't think I'm smart. You know, make the list. What I would recommend, like it's just truly a pragmatic thing that I still do is like a confidence check-in, right? Everything that you hate about yourself right now. And then you say, what would a person do that wasn't doing that? Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if you don't like that, you always are wearing beige, you want to wear yellow, but you're so scared. In your mind, be like, who is the type of person that wears yellow? Samantha Jones. What would Samantha Jones do in this mm. situation? You know what I mean? So start to embody mentally the person that could do the things that you want to do and that are fearless. And then I think the biggest thing that has stopped my growth and what I've saw that has stopped a few of my clients' growth is that it's the fear. It's not even the actual doing it. You spend so much time in this anxiety purgatory, just like envisioning how bad it's going to be but then when you actually do it it's not even close it's actually like everyone I guarantee you if someone if you wear that yellow you're gonna have 20 people come up to you and be like oh my god you look great yeah you know it's it's really our heads stopping us from being the version that we want to be a lot of the times well it's the um idea of like the what if thinking which is like a a huge sign of anxiety if a thought starts with what if it's an anxious thought and the one that always comes up is like what if what if people don't like me what if people judge me what if they find me less attractive what if they think I'm too much and then you follow that with another what if and this is how I always count those thoughts so like what if that person finds me less attractive because I decided to wear what I wanted to wear and and then you go okay and 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 then what and then what? What what is the consequence of that? And then what happens after that? Well then they, they don't find me attractive, so they don't want to keep dating me. And then what? Well then, you know, we break up. And then what? You find someone better. Like Perfect. It, if you follow like an an anxious thought to its like logical end, you always like come out at a better solution. Like you always come out at a point where you're like, actually this really doesn't matter that much. Like it really doesn't matter. And you know, I love that train of thought and I always follow that too. And, and like on top of that, it's also just like when you're being your full self, you're going to lose a lot of people that wanted the wrong version of you. Um, and you have to be okay with that. Like, you know, I've changed a lot in my middle twenties. I used to be the girl that was out and about all the time, partying all the time. And I woke up one day and I was like, you know, I want a real career. I want real love. I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel positive. I just don't want to be the chaotic friend that has the funny stories. Like, I don't want to live for the story anymore. I want to write my own story. Mm -hmm. And I did lose a lot of friends. And, you know, I think one thing I really want to talk about, I feel like this is like probably the first place that I've discussed this, but Mm -hmm. it feels like the right place is that just because you're confident doesn't mean that you're not anxious. It doesn't mean that you don't have crippling self-doubt. It doesn't mean that you are invincible. Um, I have insane anxiety that I've struggled with for years. And, you know, I think what gets me through all of these things is having these sacred things that I do that are just mine. And it's like, whether people like me or not, these are the things that I stand for. Like, 
These are the things that make me happy to be who yeah. I am. And I think cultivating those things help you have that tenacity when other people's opinions get in the way. So I, the way that I think is like your 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 reason for being alive, your your motivation, and it shouldn't be chasing likes or opinions or validation or men. It should be like, I want to make this change in the world. I want to make this change in myself. And I want to love that's going to change me for the better. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff is just noise. And people can't take things from you that are that are simply yours. Mm-hmm. And that could be something as small as journaling. I've journaled my whole life or reading these books that you you start your day with, you know? So the key to confidence in those small ways are picking things that are yours that have nothing to do with anyone else, whether it's meditating or, or things like that. And, and really embodying that as your identity outside of the world's noise Mm, one for me is like boxing I used to treat it's really interesting we I was going to talk about it later but maybe we talk about it now like the interactions between like exercise and confidence previously it used to be such like a one-way street for me which was like exercise means weight loss means more confidence and now I was talking to a friend about it and I was like it's so crazy how like in the last couple of years my relationship to exercise and physical activity has been more about like a way to express love for my body and a way to like see how my body moves and and to treat it well and right now I'm like obsessed with boxing there is something so satisfying about like punching a bag like again and again oh, yeah and again. a jab cross baby nothing okay. better yeah <laughs> honestly it's like it makes me feel so powerful so it's like those little activities I think are amazing when you're like this is just for me I'm not trying to become like a fucking MMA fighter. Like I'm not trying to like become an author. I'm not trying to like become a writer. Like I'm just doing this because like you said, no one can take something from you that is truly yours and that is only yours, which I think is such a powerful way of putting it. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's what so- you're saying, like with the, the exercise is so beautiful because there's so many different ways to to do it. Like when you talk about confidence and size, I think there's no way to like, have this conversation without discussing how how we view our bodies Mm -hmm. comes to play um some of my clients that actually fit the quote-unquote beauty standards so perfectly have so much insecurity Mm -hmm. and then some people that have different body struggles or that you think would have different body struggles are the most confident people in the world but I think the biggest thing is that you know we all have different sizes. We all have different goals. We all view ourselves in different lights. But I think the biggest thing that's helped my confidence, again, as always being perceived as like the big girl and being put down for it a lot. Like I really, my old perception when I was dating was like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that a guy would want to date someone my size. That was really how I I felt. And I think it's, It's hard to discuss it, but I feel like at the same time, it's probably something that a lot of people, especially in their early 20s, deal with because you're thrown into this dating world. You don't have a lot of experience. And especially if you've been bullied, your self-esteem is in the gutter. It is below sea level. So it's not, wow, he's lucky to be in my life. It's like, wow, I'm lucky to even get a guy to text me at 4 a.m. I'm lucky to get a guy that will make me an option. But the biggest thing is like, we don't deserve just to be an option. We deserve to be the one. And the way to do that, though, is by setting that standard. Because, you know, right now, I like, of course, every day is a different day with my confidence journey. I've kind of taken my whole identity outside of what I think men want me to be or what I think the world wants me to be. But you can't deny that like it's sometimes challenging when you're not 
really like, how do I say this? Like back when I, back when I was really serial dating, it was all about being sexy. It was all about dressing mm. for the male gaze. And yeah. now I'm not really doing that. I'm wearing things that make me feel sexy. So I'm not getting as much, you know, attention from men in that way. Actually, the last like five guys I've gone on a date with, they like want to be business partners. I'm like, is this the energy I'm giving with my power suits? Oh, are you serious? <laughs> that is so but funny. I, I honestly be like, yes. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Here we go. It. But it's again, that thing where you're building that confidence of being like, I don't want to draw the like wrong people towards me. And if I'm, you know, dressing in a way mm. or doing things that don't embody who I really am, and I'm doing this because I think that's what they like. That's actually hurting your confidence in the end, because then you're not building it from a place mm -hmm. of your own power. You're building it from a place of what you think others want. Oh, I completely get what you mean. It's also this really interesting thing where it's like, especially if you are someone who perhaps didn't like people didn't really like show you that they were attracted to you when you were like, you know, they didn't really show you like admiration or attraction when you were like in high school. Um or even in college, like I, I remember being in high school and like no one ever really like had a crush on me. No one really was like ever like, God, she's like attractive. Like no one really like flirted with me. And, you know, all my other friends had like boyfriends and like little flings and like they had that like teenage love experience. And I didn't really have that the same way that they did. And so then when I like went to uni and then even when I like left uni and moved to like a big city, it was like anyone who was willing to give me an inch was gonna get a mile from me. Like I was like, yes, please. I'm like a freaking foster home. Like, please drop off your neglected male pets. Like, and I will, I will gladly take them because I'm, I want intimacy and I want compassion. And then it's about being like, you said this in terms of like showing up to your dates in power suits. It was like, all right, I'm going to stop thinking that like the biggest prize here is for this person to like me. And the prize is going to be for me to actually like walk out of that date and like myself. And I'm actually going to be thinking about whether I like them. Exactly. Like you need to flip it to be like, I am a judge on American Idol and they're a contestant. Like I'm, I'm here to see yeah. if they're going to make the cut. Dance for me. <laughs> yeah. Do a sing, do a dance. I need to be entertained. Like, <laughs> but I think a lot, of, a lot of people struggle, especially a lot of young women. And it's like, you feel like you have to chase someone in order for them to like you. And I think that all comes from the places yeah. of like this crazy bullshit timeline. You know, it's like, you feel like you're missing out if you're not in a serious relationship by 21 or 22, or again, like you said, didn't have that high school fling. That timeline is so fake and it doesn't exist. And you can still mm. be happy being 26 mm -hmm. with a nice little puppy and going on dates and taking time. You know, you don't become a surgeon after one day of class. It, things, good things you have yeah. to work towards. Good things take time. And yes, there's some relationships where you meet in a cute supermarket and you find a love of your life and you're happily ever after. But for most of us, it's going through the ups and downs of the dating apps. It's going, putting yourself out there. But every time you put yourself out there, you learn a little bit about what you want and more importantly, what you don't want. And the fact that you're walking away from mm. the things that you don't want are actually making you a better version of yourself. Because every time you say no to things that hurt you, you're saying yes to the future version of you and building a more confident version of you. Oh my God, that was so powerful. I'm like, oh, I'm not screaming at you. 
oh my god i'm like this is like really giving me a bit of a wake-up call if i'm like overwhelmed <laughs> but also like the people need to hear it the people need to hear it i honestly think that like we've, we've spoken about this a little bit as well but sometimes we worry about the people that are going to leave our lives when we start to embody confidence more and for sure that does happen like especially people in like who you're like kind of romantically invested in who are like what do you mean I can't just walk all over you like oh god but you will lose people however I think that I also was like quite bullied in in primary school and in high school and I've realized that nothing could be as bad as that so I've kind of taught myself to like not feel embarrassment and the moment that I stopped caring about what other people thought especially people who didn't love me and just let myself be authentic Suddenly, I actually had more friends than I've ever had. And I had more people wanting to be with me. I felt like a magnet. It was kind of like the moment that you step into your power and are like, this is who I am. Either like it or I'm not interested. People love that. That is so freaking magnetic and powerful. Like, I think confidence is literally like life's secret hack to attracting what you want. Have you found that like in not just with dating, but like in your career, in your friendships, et cetera? My life in the last three years, since I, again, I told you I had that epiphany that like, I need to start being the mm. real me and and not chasing the, the things that are just temporary fixes. My life has changed a hundred percent. Three years ago, I was a dishwasher, a hostess, a struggling model. And then when I started the TikTok journey, you know, my first few videos going viral, I was shocked. And I, and it was a choice that I was like, mm. am I going to leap into this totally scary unknown world and shoot for something better? Or am I going to stay with my old ways that, you know, haven't done, aren't serving me anymore? Am I going to stay with that group of friends that are not serving me anymore? Or am I going to risk it all and try and be the version of myself that I know I could be? So I've always, again, since making that, even when I was in my early 20s, I just loved learning about people. And I think that's like a great mm -hmm. tip that I could give if you're just starting to cultivate your confidence. If you just start to open the conversation up, you'll realize that a lot of people are not as scary as you built them to be in your head. Um, and you also get rejected in the process, which will then make you realize that rejection is not going to kill you, babe. You know, it's actually... Mm. You, it's, it's like exposure therapy. Like when you go get your latte, rather than having your headphones on and being like, you know, I'm scared, like that hopperista, I don't know what to say. Say, hey, be like, hey, thank you so much. This latte art is amazing. And then he'll end up talking about his dog or, you know, you, you'll start chatting. And I think realizing that like, again, you're on the same page as everyone else. There's no one better than you and there's no one less than you. And treat people with that same respect will gravitate that same respect towards you. Um, I think a lot of times mm. it's very easy. And I, I did this too, where like, you know, the cool girl syndrome or all those, you know, you see these TikTok trends of these girls, especially now. And now it is harder than ever to be confident because you're seeing the illusion of digital confidence that may not exist behind the screen. Um, so I want everyone mm. that is intaking content to please keep that in mind, you know? Um, that girl that's walking in the street as confident, you don't know who that really is. It's a 15 second video and you can't build confidence in 15 seconds. And anyone that's going to tell you that is lying. Um, so mm. the thing is how you start to build it over time. That's the thing. Give it time. 
start talking to people, start being like, I have a story that I want to share. And I also want to hear other people's stories too. And then it builds this beautiful mm. chemistry that then you walk through life, not as someone proving, but someone that's curious. And then again, mm. simple tip, people love to talk about themselves. You open that door and you're going to make friends with everybody. And again, once you mm. start talking to people, you're going to realize like, I'm interesting too. So it starts, there's a lot of work that you do behind the scenes, right? Like journaling your insecurities, like saying, um, this is what I'm struggling with. I don't like how this looks, or I don't like how I say this, 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 this. A lot of times we're hypercritical over ourselves and nobody notices these things anyway. But the second thing I would say, do a friend audit. If you have friends in your life that are talking mm. down to you, making you feel like shit or being like, oh, are you going to wear something like that? Cut, cancel, delete. That is truly poisonous for your confidence journey. So do a friend audit and then be very open about putting yourself out there and putting yourself into new experiences. The things that scare you, you should go towards a little bit more, especially if it's like new activities, new friends, like join that kickball league, join a pottery class, write that fucking play. You know, the things that you've been putting off because you're too scared to do, just start today. One hour, you know? Oh, 30 minutes. Oh, 30 minutes. Five Five, whatever. Literally just do it. Just, just do Nike, it. Sponsored by Nike. <laughs> Yeah, sponsored by Nike. Um, just kidding. The other thing I always think about, which is more like, this is like a mental, I don't know if you do this as well, but it's like a mental exercise. When I, when I used to like walk into a first date, when I'd walk in, when I now walk into like a room of new people, I imagine this like big golden bubble around me. And every time I breathe, it like comes out of my heart and it's like this big glittery bubble that everyone else can see. And I'm just like, I'm just expelling this like insane magnetic confidence, like this confident force. And that like visualization of myself as this like magnetic golden sparkling orb is so powerful and like just changing how I hold myself. I love that. And the energy I give off. And people respond to your energy. If that's why like fake it to make it so correct, like psychologically, because people are going to mirror your behavior back to you. If you are telling them to treat you in a certain way, i.e. as someone who is a confident person, they will do that. That's the only thing they have to go off is how the version of yourself you choose to put out. There. Yeah, there's a quote. In order, to, in, order, in order to be successful, you must present an image of success at all times, right? That was like a business thing that I heard. Because, you know, I think it's very scary in our 20s because it's like, we kind of don't know what the fuck we're doing. And we're supposed to have all this pressure to be mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to get an A in, in my university and I'm going to go to this college and I'm going to get be a CEO by 29, you know, all that stuff, right? But I think the key thing, especially mm -hmm. like if we want to like specifically target energy and business and, and growing that side of yourself, um, be prepared. And I think that's it in everything. Like I don't drink anytime I'm before, like, I will never drink before I'm filming the next day because I know that my mm. energy will be impacted by a hangover. So the things that you really want mm. in life, if you're given the opportunity, you have to make sure that you're ready. So that confidence, of course, is a muscle that you build, but also there's micro habits that you can make that directly impact your confidence. You're not going to be confident if you're 15 minutes mm. late for the meeting, you literally have a hangover from hell you're you don't know you didn't even read what this conversation is mm -hmm. about so fake it till you make it be prepared to fake it you know what I mean like have the preparation yeah. done um and I think that's also really important when it comes to like your personal life too where it's like 
if you're going into a date, it's very easy just to like be just just scared of the situation. You know what I mean? And just like yeah. fall back into old habits. But like, again, what you're saying about that energy, like I love how you visualize that. And I think it's so real. And the biggest thing that I've noticed in my life, now that I've started to respect myself, people respect me. So when I was like yeah. either getting like sloppy drunk on a first date or like kind of being all over the place in my work, you know, all this stuff, Find mm. out what giving yourself respect looks like. I can't tell you what that is. Only yeah. you can know what that is. But I know that all of us intuitively know what respect looks like to ourselves. Like, and I think yeah. while I give this advice, also know that it's such a fluid journey and do not be overly rigid. Like you could be a CEO in the morning, kill yeah. a meeting, go on a date, go get drunk and order like Taco Bell the next day. Like it's okay. But like mm. also know like your higher goals. So know mm. that growth, my growth has been very fucking messy and I still don't have all the answers, mm. but I think you can't, you don't lose if you don't quit. And like, I have a lot of journeys that I'm still working with, with my confidence and with who I want to be. Um, but I just know that like, I'd rather chase the dream than chase the wrong things that I know don't serve me anymore. Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair and Anywhere you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. As someone who works for themselves, I am always looking for ways to make my life a little bit easier. One of those things is Canva's AI-powered Canva presentations. When I need to make a deck super quick for a meeting or a pitch, I just start with a prompt, I describe my presentations in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. It is the perfect way to get a head start on my slides. It's incredibly easy to learn and use, and they also look incredible. Having used this tool a bunch, Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations I have ever made and they can also be used for a variety of tasks and in every workplace whether that is sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans. I've used them for everything and it always comes out looking amazing and a lot faster than I could have done starting from scratch. Start designing today at canva.com designed for work. My mom has taught me so much about my value as a woman and the role that self-care plays in that. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for a long time, we've compromised on the things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb is a new line of powerful hair removal tools designed specifically for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. 
it's kind of like how I feel when I'm making this podcast, boxing, doing something that I love that empowers me. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, we are reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic, because when you look good, you feel good, there is nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I think the things that we've talked about are really valuable for not just people like you, but just people in their 20s, right? Especially like women in their 20s, because this is, everyone wants to be confident. Everyone wants to have like these amazing relationships and whatnot. But like, it's a lot harder to do it. And like having a bit of a sense of like how you can go about that just by, by, controlling something that is very much completely in your control like your confidence levels is like super super valuable so I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show thank you so much for finding time to chat it was honestly enlightening for me I feel inspired I feel like I'm gonna go out and buy that this like outfit that I really wanted to buy oh my god send me a pic yes (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to I'll wear it when I see you I'll wear it out for dinner with you and we can look like hot so thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Gemma. You're a bright light to the world and you're helping all of us navigate our 20s. So I'm so grateful for you and thank you for having me. God, look at this positivity circle here. <laughs> also, if you are not following Tiff, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. She's so funny. She is just like hilarious, confident, magnetic. She posts so many like good little nuggets of information and also just like really like high quality content you obviously do street hearts nyc which is like your matchmaking show you post um tips for people who want to model you just post like new york tips anything that you need she's a big sister she's your new york big sister she's your confidence big sister so go and give her go and give her a follow and as always if you enjoyed the podcast please feel free to give a five-star review wherever you are listening right now Make sure that you're following so that you know when new episodes are coming out. If you have an episode suggestion, please follow us at That Psychology Podcast or just follow us because you want to, because we share behind the scenes, video content, anything, everything over on that platform. So it was so great to have you here. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode. 
Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair and Anywhere you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who works for themselves, I am always looking for ways to make my life a little bit easier. One of those things is Canva's AI-powered Canva presentations. When I need to make a deck super quick for a meeting or a pitch, I just start with a prompt, describe my presentations in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. It is the perfect way to get a head start on my slides. It's incredibly easy to learn and use, and they also look incredible. I can then customize based on my favorite style and content, and there we go. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock, one at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. with giveaways dropping every hour on the hour. It is the perfect time to try, like and share black lead products. It's free. It's for everyone. And it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choice at Walmart. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. 